Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Glass Half Full with Riker and Bobby. On this episode, we got the pleasure of speaking with comedian, actress, former kickboxing champion, and all-around badass Anya Zova. One of my favorite podcasts so far, we talked about growing up in Russia, wrestling bears, spas, really anything you could ever want in a podcast. So please make sure to follow us if you aren't already doing so, and enjoy this episode of Glass Half Full. So much wasted energy on seeing glasses half empty. So let me be your fresh caffeine, and I can top you off. In case you missed it, I'ma keep it, keep it, keep it optimistic, optimistic. Oh right. shit! Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, uh, we're doing the cold open, and that was quite the large man breaker i think just popped in and a beer that went all over the it place literally exploded like full <laughs> crap god damn it my that bad. couldn't have gone anywhere that could have gone any better and i just screamed into the mic he told me right before this not to do it how did how was he gonna tell me not to scream into the mic and then the right out the jump <laughs> You can you can scream into the mic. We you gotta just keep can't, that in. Uh, we, yeah. Oh no no. This, this is, is all in the best, edit for sure. This is the Gosh. best intro I've ever. Seen. It was just <laughs> it's been sitting on amazing. the table like I wasn't shaking Wait, it or nothing. Can beer be like? Does beer do that? It's pressurized like that. Yeah, it's carbonated, right? If you shake a beer, it'll it'll. Oh yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I'm okay, not. A, I'm well. not a chemistry <laughs> wizard, so I'm just. I'm just guessing here. But it, it tastes well, like it's okay. It's, are all your your clothing and your technologies? Yeah, all everything's dry fine. And it just. Safe? It just. Okay. Uh, it just. You did have a nice save, like when we, <laughs> yeah, when we play the replay. We got to do it in slow mo as you're yeah. saving it. Like that'll be a good. <laughs> that'll be the promo for just for this bit. Okay. Sorry about that, guys. My bad. Okay. No worries, and I have no idea how to segue that into who we're going to be talking to today, but I will just do it right now anyways. You're going to make it work. Uh, today, make it work. Riker, we have a very special guest, uh, someone who is near and dear to my heart, another so- a soldier in stand-up comedy. Uh, Love it. Dare I say a living legend in the game, stand-up comedian, actress, documentarian, ex professional kickboxer champion Ex professional uh, kickboxing lawyer. champion oh my gosh bro talk she, about skills it, like yeah if we're to if, if you know like in the boy scouts you get sashes and you get patches if, sure. if, if if this was a person she'd be maxed out she there's nothing she can't do there's nothing i haven't seen her absolutely killed at ladies and gentlemen and Riker, introduce the one and only Anya Zova. Come, it's on the podcast. Hey. Anya, hey. thank you so much. Hello. So great to meet you. Thank you so much for joining so us here you. on Glass Half oh, Full. Thank you. Thank you, Bobby. That was an intro. I mean, can you introduce <laughs> me every time I go on stage? <laughs> <You> <laughs> Is it me? Uh, Who's he talking about? <laughs> I, I got the credits on deck, baby. <laughs> He's been getting that you a lot favorite. on these intros. People are like, wait a second, can you do that for me on stage? So you, there's a long yeah. line, a long list of people that want list. Bobby to, to be their intro. <laughs> yeah, you have hey. to bump up the price. Like, hey, you want to host your show? That's how much post you, baby. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. I'm waiting for uh, the UFC once Bruce Buffer retires. I'm waiting to. Uh, <laughs> to That's a good one. Speaking of which, so I mean, I did mention the it's kickboxing, right? I'm 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 correct kickboxing. in that. Mm-hmm. Champion, right? Yep. Well, ten I haven't talked ago, to you. Yes. Uh, oh man, that's amazing. I haven't talked. I mean, I know that about you, but when I, I was your age, you. Bobby, I was a fighter. <laughs> that's so cool. And and how like what did you get into that at a young age? Uh, no, I got in when I like... was fourteen. I was kind of older. Like usually, you have to get in. And get oh, that's fight. older. It's older. You have to start when you're like eight or nine, ideally. Oh wow. Uh, and I started like later, but I was doing like gymnastics before, so I kind of was athletic, but still I had to like catch up a lot. But yeah, usually start earlier. Yeah. And what what made you interested in 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 learning the the martial art? I just wanted to be badass. Like, I, watched a bunch of <laughs> I just watched a bunch of Hollywood movies about beautiful women who can kick ass, and I'm like, I want to be one of those women. But plus, I grew up like in a, like 
not shitty, but nothing is really safe in Russia. So it's like you're constantly yeah. like worrying. Like I was 14 and I started hanging out with like older guys and my father was like, well, maybe it's not a bad idea that you learn self-defense, you know? Yeah, and I'm like, okay. your dad's like, well, you can kick their ass, so you're good to go. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. So I was going to ask Absolutely. where where you were from because I could hear a little accent there. So Russia. Russia. Born and raised. Yeah, my mom is Ukrainian, father is Russian, grew up in Russia, spent there all my life until I was 21 or 22. I moved here when I was 22. Wow. Very cool. What city? Dang. Voronezh. It's uh, southeast of Moscow. Okay. European part. Got you. Got yeah. you. Now, are you, did you grow up into hockey at all? Because I know there's a lot of Russians um, in the National Hockey League that are incredible players. Alexander Ovechkin, for example, who I love. Well, I love hockey players. They're hot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I guess I got to go try out. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, actually, you look like you could be a hockey player. Like, you Let's, totally go. <laughs> Let's go. The body type, the face, you, like, yeah, you can sure, pull it Bobby. up. Bobby, I just yeah. need to miss some teeth now. It'll be. <laughs> no, that's that's old school. That's you got to get the you wear the cage now, the neck guard. Yeah. You know, you protect yourself, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't know you were a hockey fan. You guys are. That's right up Rikers Alley. Yeah, I'm a big. But hockey where fan. did you grow up, really? Because uh, hockey is like uh, popular in the north, no? Uh, like. Like North America. Oh yeah, yeah oh yeah, yeah yeah. Oh, he's from Denver. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're from Denver. Okay. Yeah, so we have the Colorado Colorado Avalanche out here. We have. Uh, Valery Nachushkin on our team, who's Russian, and uh, he plays on our top line. He's a big dude, man. He's freaking good. Would would not yeah. want to be playing against him, let me tell you. <laughs> well, you know a lot about hockey. Have you played yourself? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan. I've been playing hockey since I was about cool. four. Um, I've been playing all my life. I'm uh, playing semi-pro now in uh, Breckenridge. This is going to be my first season semi-pro, oh, so I'm, I'm pretty fired That's up. That's exciting. Yeah. Oh, we're going to be rooting for you, me and Bob. Do you yeah, want yeah, cheerleaders? Yeah. We're going to be cheerleaders. <laughs> 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 no, I, I know. We were just talking. Bobby and I are going to get got to get Bobby out to a game. And we had, uh, we had Sam Reinhart on the podcast. Uh, one of our first episodes, who plays for the Florida Panthers. So, but we're we're slowly incorporating Bobby into the hockey world. I'm I'm he's educating learning. him more and more, and he's he's diving okay. in. I'm gonna be the goon. I, I think that's gonna be my my, my role. I really want to be. The goon. <laughs> uh, you can give me some tips. I'll Just be, running I'll be people. In there. Oh yeah, I'll teach you some I'll stuff. Be in there, yeah, people up. You'll be good at it. Yeah. So Anya, so you're you're growing up in in Russia, and you're 14 years old, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go learn kickboxing. Um, was it mainly because you you mentioned earlier you were looking at the movie stars? Did you want to be? Did you want to go into acting and stuff like that? Of course, I wanted to, but it seemed very unrealistic. Uh, like, uh -huh. I mean, come on! I live in small town in Russia, and where am I? And where is the Hollywood? It seems like so far. It seems like a different world. But of course I wanted to, I wanted to be an actress. And I was like begging my parents to send me, like give me permission to go like, to theater school. But it's like not prestigious in Russia to go to theater school. Like mm -hmm. you have to be like a lawyer, you know, like study business and like something more realistic is that you can actually like have a career because with, I mean, movie, you never know, right? It's not stable. Right. What about ballet? Like, is ballet's pretty big in oh, Russia, right? Oh, it's huge, but I'm tall. Like, I, yeah. I was doing gymnastics, and they kind of kicked me out because I'm six, six foot tall. So, like, oh, okay. by the age yeah. <laughs> No, she'll, she'll actually kick your ass, yeah. right? I, yeah, I, yeah, when yeah, I'm around yeah. Anna, I'm like, I, I, she walks me to my car after the shows. Bobby, <laughs> this is private information. <laughs> this is private information. This is, this is a tell-all on Glass Half Full. We share all the secrets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah now everybody knows. Bobby. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so I always wanted to, like, either do... Uh, figure skating. I love ice skating rinks. I spend all my winter ice skating like with the hockey players like playing games on the rink, you know But like again, nice. I was like I was super tall like they didn't take me to the figure skating class Like I was six and my mom brought me there. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, no, she's too tall. She's not gonna succeed So don't even try So oh, wow, like in Ru it's here in America Like even a fat kid can do ballet in Russia. It would never happen, you know <laughs> right. Am I getting canceled yeah. for that? Totally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's my favorite quote I've ever heard on this whole show. <laughs> okay, don't cancel That's amazing. Yet. Hey, no, it's not cancel. I mean, you're just telling the truth. You're, you're telling, telling the, the truth, truth. exactly. Yeah. It wasn't your opinion. Yeah. It was it was the country. It was the, you know, whoever was running the ballet at the time. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. That was amazing. 
What? Who were some? What were some of the movies or the actresses or actors that you were really into? That kind of. Do can you recall any of the ones that you really like enjoyed but that really inspired you? That's that's a good question. Like everybody, like all the A-list actors, right? Like Schwarzenegger. I was like, oh, if he like, I'm like, it's kind of possible because he's from Austria. He made it. Yeah. Like I'm like, it's kind yeah. of possible when you look at him. Um, well, I love uh, Jennifer Aniston from the uh, from the Friends. Like all the A-listers mm-hmm, yeah. back in the nineties. Like, uh, and you look at them like it seems like so cool, and but at the same time it seems like so far, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger was one of the biggest ones, especially like he's an athlete, so that was kind of felt like well he made it, so maybe there's a way of making making it in Hollywood, you know. Yeah, for sure. And now people are probably looking at at you. Well, I have a long way to go. <laughs> I feel like I'm still I'm in a baby <laughs> hey, You've stuff. done a lot of, yeah, but still done yeah. a, a lot more than most. Thanks. And Bobby. you know what? It's all about the journey. Yeah. It's not about the destination, you know? So mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're enjoying yourself. You're taking, your, taking your steps forward and you're making it happen. I mean, the biggest thing, you moved over, over here from Russia. You know, you're, you're 21, you're so young and you went for it. I think that just, just taking the leap that in and of itself is amazing. Like, Thank you. I just, I have my hats off to you for that. Cause that, that had to take such, that had to be so terrifying. Like, like tell us more about that. Cause that had to just be a big, big deal. Thank you, Ricky. But like my thing is like now I'm 33 and like I think about stuff before I make a decision. But when I was in my twenties, I was so fucking brave. I feel like, like you just <laughs> don't care. You're like, I have nothing to lose. I can always go back to Russia. I can always continue doing what I'm doing. But like, I would rather take this chance, yeah. you know? And like now, yeah. I would be sitting and considering, oh my gosh, what I'm doing. I would put all the risk factors. But back then, mm-hmm. like, literally nothing to lose. And you're like, I'm just gonna try, you yeah. know? I can al- I can always go back. Yeah. And it's uh, and it's not like I had horrible life. Yeah, I, there are many things I don't like in Russia, but it wasn't that bad. I had the best childhood. I had free childhood. Like I grew up running on the streets and like, you know, my parents never knew where I am and you kind of grow up yeah. faster, you right, know? Yeah. So versus here, like, I feel like children don't have childhood the way I had it, you know, like be in the wild and do whatever the fuck you want. You get in trouble, you put yourself out of the trouble, you know, you don't call parents. Totally. Yeah. yeah, So, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I'm very grateful for that yeah. for, for my country. But yeah, back then I was just like, now when I look back, I'm like, what I was thinking, I moved here with like less than a thousand dollars on my bank account. And I was like, how? (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. So what was like the first couple months like Like when you you get off the plane? Like, what were you thinking? I kind of was lucky because first I came to the States to Miami for one month to study English and then I went back to Russia. But while I was in Miami for one month, I made friends like professional boxers who were from Russia. So they introduced me to the manager, to the owner of the boxing gym. So when I came back, a year later, I already had like my group a little bit and they're like, oh, you oh, can nice. work as a coach, uh, like you can train kids. Like, and I started training kick, kids kickboxing and some adults, you know? So like this how I started making my first cash money. Um, and then I submitted, uh, my agent back then submitted my, my resume to WWE and I got signed with them like for tryout facility for NXT. So and then I started making oh, cool. three thousand a month, but that, back then three thousand a month seems like a lot of money for me, and I was like so oh, happy. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm making three thousand a month. But then, when you get there, like, oh my rent is like twelve hundred a month. Then I need a car. Then I need to eat, and right. that yeah. it yeah. just covers your basic needs, you know? Because mm-hmm. if you like yeah. translate like ruble dollars to rubles, it's like a lot of money, three thousand in Russia, you know, mm. but here like the oh, prices okay. is different. So like after a month of living, like, oh yeah, this is not even like a, it's like below the lowest salary you can get in this country, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. Um, totally. But, and that's a big God. shift from Russia to Miami, you said? I moved to Miami, yeah. Wow, yeah, that's that's gotta be quite a big difference, right? A huge, yeah, it's a tropical, but, but yeah. I moved there like not because, it's, it's not like I fall in love with Miami just because I knew people there. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, at least I like know mm-hmm. like four guys that are professional boxers. Like it, it gave you like sense of like community because like in, yeah. in boxing, I'm assuming it's any sport, but like we're kind of family. Like all my guys that I grew up with, like we like more than just friends. Uh, like we can rely on each other on any problem. It's, it becomes family. So, so cool. you know, it's like different level of friendship. And um, yeah. yeah, we support each other. 
So when you're going from uh, kickboxing and how did so where does comedy come into all this? Because you're you're doing stand up. Um, that's where you met Bobby, correct? Correct. Yeah, that's yep. where we met. Mm -hmm. uh, so with kickbox um, stand up came in later. So after WWE, I got injured. I got into acting. I was like a dream coming true, you know. I started acting a little bit here and yeah. there, doing commercials, little roles, and then. Uh, one day, my <laughs> I had a session reading with astrologer, and she's like, "Have you thought about comedy?" I'm like, "Yeah, I love comedy. I audition for comedy a lot." She's like, "No, no, I mean like comedy on stage," and I'm like, "You mean oh. like improv?" She's like, "No, no, no." And she started explaining to me, "Your moon sign is here. Your sun sign is there. You need to do comedy on stage." And in Russia, comedy kind of started developing when I left Russia, so when I never watched it. So like mm -hmm. I started doing research and I said, and actually I had a fear of stage. Like I was comfortable on camera, but like with the mic and talking on stage, I would freeze. Like I would, I, I had like a huge oh, stage really? fright. Yeah. Wow. But I pushed myself and I did one open mic and somehow I got the loves and I was like, oh my gosh. And I got so high. It was like the highest high you get, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bobby talks Absolutely. about that. I've, I, I, I don't do stand up, but I do live performance and music and um, some theater stuff yeah. as well. So I, I can imagine the tip of the iceberg there because I've the handful of comedians I've talked to. It's just like the, the, the upper, you know, when you crush, there's nothing like it's it. It's almost better than sex. Yeah. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like a really good sex. That's what every woman says to me. That's what every woman says to me. <laughs> So like yeah, it's it's orgasmic feeling, you know. So and then once yeah, you, you're just on top of the world at that point. Yeah, and you feel so inspired yeah. at that moment. Once you feel like you have to use this energy to do something else, like you have to write new jokes or like start creative thinking creatively because this is like the creative mm -hmm. energy. It's like creative force. And once I experience yeah. that, yeah. like there's no going back. That's it. You like you hooked. This is a drug. You're hooked. You're in. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's such a good way to explain it. <laughs> right, Bobby? It's like there's nothing. Yeah. What, what is better than that? Do you have any comparison? I don't. I don't have sex that much, but you know, I think. That... <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I mean, it, it's 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 so true because the, the consequence. It's it's it's. it's it's so true that it's so addicting because the negative consequences are so bad, but and and everyone's aware of that. But yet you still do it, so that's how you know that it's like yeah. it's that addictive because it can. The, the the other side of it is like the the complete opposite, mm -hmm. like the worst thing in the world, like to ever happen to you is like be in front of people and just bombing, you know. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's it, it's hard to it's hard to uh, replicate anywhere else. I guess the only thing I could compare it to for myself would be when I've made a film and people are watching it and I'm watching them watch it and whether it's a joke or how, whatever the, the whatever the scene is you can see if they yeah. if they've been moved yeah. and if when they've been moved then you, that's that's you're like okay yeah like I remember yeah. Uh, I remember yeah. editing, like editing Aliens, and it just it took forever. I did it, uh, Anya. Mm -hmm. I did a short film called Aliens on Halloween. Nice. And I, you know, the edit just took forever, and we were working on, it, working on, it, and you're just like, gosh, I don't, you know, I, I love it, but who knows what people are gonna say? And I remember screening it for like some friends for the first time, and people are laughing, and I just was, I was just like on top of the world. I was like, yeah, yeah I will do. Uh, any number of more movies just for this one experience. But, yes, but dude, what I is that? that too on set. Like, do we like enjoy controlling people's emotions? But because at the end of the day, what we do, we control people's emotions, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put yeah. it. Yeah. It's, but it's it a, must be. I, I, it must just. It must be very empathetic. I think, like, especially people like us, we love to make people mm -hmm. happy. Mm -hmm. We enjoy like seeing how our love like resonates with other people. So it must be something like we know that someone's feeling safe and comfortable mm -hmm. and happy and that's got to be like the yeah. you know that's a great feeling. Yeah, I agree. And there's something about for me like taking someone on a journey to where they forget about the rest of the world yeah. for a little bit. Mm -hmm. I love that escape factor. Yep. Whether it be yeah. live on stage with music or through a film, you know. Yeah. You just you're so invested that the rest of the world is, has disappeared. I, I really, sure. I'm yeah. really fascinated with that part of it. Yeah. That, that's got to be something too that 
I like I will never experience and I'm sure so many but just even like I've always wondered it too like being on stage being able to play an instrument like everybody's like sung in like the mirror and like imagine like they were like at a rock <laughs> concert so the fact that you've experienced that like that in itself has got to be something that like I can't even fathom like when you guys are at the Greek and it was like and I was just seeing you up there dude it was like literally sold out like and people are just going <laughs> nuts and you're just jamming out and just looking in like the crowd, like screaming, I was like, "That's got to be the most insane feeling ever." You know what? It's so funny is like, I, I you, what you guys do is is probably even crazier. It it, it is crazier to me, um, wow. putting yourself up there and and doing just by yourself and just doing jokes and bits, right? Like yeah. when I'm on stage at the Greek, like it's so natural. It's so like, yeah. Here we go. Like I don't know. It's, so there's, I'm not nervous. I'm not like stressed. I'm just like, here it goes. Whatever happens, happens. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like what what you're trying to refer to. I think what your the the live high of the comedian. I think has got to be way way bigger because wow. I'm just up there. I'm just up there chilling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying. <laughs> I, I want to put on a show. I want to put on yeah. a show for sure. And I definitely want to. Yeah. Like I said, I want people to forget about the rest of the world for a little bit and go on this yeah. journey and be part of this whole experience mm-hmm. together and share in this moment. But other than those goals of like making everybody have a good time, I'm like, yeah, I'm like yeah. relaxed. <laughs> yeah. Are you ever in the so, back of your mind or if you're like, are you ever like, do you ever like take a second and just like, this is fucking crazy. Like, you know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Always, try, try, yeah, yeah, always yeah. trying to take it all in yeah. every show. I try to treat every show like it's my last. That's the best approach, yeah. Yeah. What about you guys? I I feel the same way. That's what um, Ahmed Ahmed would always tell me. He's like, if you just perform like it could be the last one ever, like you'll always have fun doing it because you don't want to think like it's something you have to do. But I feel like also you need to have fun. Like don't stress yourself. You know, like you you chill. I feel like being Mm -hmm. chill is powerful. Because the second I go, exactly. like, oh, my gosh, I want to do this and this. Like, yeah, you want to do all of that, but just chill, you know? Let the magic happen, yes. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you're too, like, constrained, like, you miss the magic. So. A hundred percent. And you got to be aware of what the situation is. Like, I was at the La Jolla Comedy Store mm-hmm. last night. And <clears throat> it was sort of a lighter show. It was just a, a Madden and Friends show. And I'd say it probably it was probably, like, that room holds, like, 200. I'd say it was about, like, 75 people, you know, mm-hmm. Wednesday night. It was raining. And I went third, and, like, the first uh, couple people were just, like, kind of warming them up. But it's just the crowd was just not feeling it. And I feel like maybe the other comics were just kind of just trying to, like, do the like the bits. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. present it. But I was just like, I feel like it's, like, a different situation. Like, I got to pretend like we're just at, like, a house party. Like, I'm in a living room with these guys. And I was like, all right, fuck the jokes. If they come up, whatever. I was like, I'm just going right. to go up there and be funny, be entertaining. And I did it. I, I was able to, like, completely, like, turn the whole room. And then people were just like... I could tell we were just genuinely having a fun time. It wasn't like I'm doing a performance, like, and I gotta say all these jokes right. You know what I mean? And it was actually like right. one of the most fun sets I've I've done in a while. It was really nice. cool. Oh, very cool. Yeah. I love that. Anya, I want to know. I want to know, like, what was you? Because obviously, kickboxing champion. Nat, you're doing the acting. You're doing the comedy. I want to know, like, what do you do? to get yourself like in the zone, ready to go. And maybe it's changed from the kickboxing to, uh, do you still do kickboxing like as for fun? Cause my, my wife loves kickboxing classes. Really? Yes. <laughs> well, wow. no, it's, uh, I don't like, I feel like at some point I'm like, I've done it for so long. Right. So it's like, yeah. I mean, if, like for movie, if, if I have to act, obviously I'll do it uh, for like, I can still punch and kick, but it's like my body is just like, now I can do Pilates and go for a run. Oh, uh, I got gotcha. you. Know? Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I overworked my body when I was younger. Like when you work out twice a day, you know, like your body gets tired. Of that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. now I just stay healthy. Uh, how do I put myself in the right? Yeah, zone? How, do you, how do you get in the zone, ready to go? You know, when you're you're doing comedy or you're doing acting, or even back in the day um, when you're doing kickboxing. With comedy, uh, well, with kickboxing, like I always had my coach next to me and put me like in a fight zone. Mm-hmm. But with comedy, like it's important for me like to be very playful before the show. Like I have to just make jokes with comics. Or like with people at the like backstage, like have mm. the light energy, you mm. know. So it's like playful energy. Yeah, that's how I uh, do. And also like I write down my like set. Like 
I always memorize stuff and I write them down. So oh, like, okay. I try to write, down, write it down or at least bullet points and order. It always changes once I get on stage, but at least I have it in my mind yeah, how yeah, I yeah. wanted it. But I think like, yeah, it's two components, like writing the set and being playful. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. that's it. Because you have to go up with a plan, but you can't be like, you can't stick to the plan too much because it's never going to mm -hmm. be exactly how you think it's going to go. No, you yeah. have to let it go. Did you like, take any of the mentality from kickboxing into stand-up? Sort of the, like, how to deal with, like, maybe the nerves or, like, how to... Because I, I, sometimes I hear comedians equate a stand-up show with, like, a you're, like, boxing the audience almost. Like, do you, yeah. do you feel that way? <laughs> um, I think what I took from kickboxing is just, like, a discipline. Like, I don't drink. Like, you know, I take it seriously. It's, it's like, my career, not just a hobby. So, and yeah, for, I think just the discipline, like train yourself, write jokes, study, mm -hmm. uh, don't get too serious about it because when too serious, you lose the fun, mm -hmm. right? But you still have yeah. to study and have some kind of a discipline, Yeah. which I could have done more. Like I don't write, I'm more like a creative writer. When it comes, it comes. I cannot force myself to write. Um, but I feel like you have to be healthy if you want to be a comic. Like you have to stay clean. You have to, because we're like at the clubs late at night. Yeah. yeah. Like our schedule is like all over the place. Like it's not normal. So mm -hmm. and our body is our instrument. So if you want to deliver funny jokes, I'm sorry, but you have to be healthy. Yeah. Like you just, you, you have to, it's your instrument, right? And your mind connects to your body. Mm -hmm. If you feel shitty, if you didn't sleep enough, if you overate or you didn't eat at all, oh, and I have to eat. If I get on stage hungry, that's uh, that's a bad that's a bad show. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm with you. I, I have to, but I don't like eating right before a show. But I I gotta eat like uh, an hour around an hour, yeah. and I'm I'm mm -hmm. usually feeling feeling pretty good. The the bummer about that is, you know, and you guys know this. You go on stage so late. When I get off stage, I am so hungry. And, and even if I just ate before the show, for some reason, yeah. every time I get off stage, I'm starving. It must be an adrenaline thing because that yeah. is so, maybe like, every comedian says, and all, a lot of live performers like, like after you get off stage, you just want to stuff your face. I don't know why I do. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to go eat a whole pizza after. Yeah, yeah. yeah we I always get some sort is. of after-show food, and I, I'm always like, yeah. I, I'm try, I know that I'll sleep better if I don't eat. But I'm like so yeah. hungry that I t it would be hard to fall asleep at the same time because I you have that yeah. openness in your stomach. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just you're just yeah, like you said, adrenaline, yeah. or you're just like working through it on the stage. I don't know, but it's, maybe it's you an burn a lot fact. of calories when you're like really focused. Too. Yeah, when you're zoned mm -hmm. in, because they say like chess players, like at a like a chess tournament, like in one day they'll burn like five thousand calories, like just from playing chess. Oh, that wow. okay. That's they're that. like they're yeah. so like focused yeah. in. So. Yeah, so focused. So we're geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I cannot sleep after the show. So I don't know how you guys sleep. I cannot fall asleep after a good show. It's hard. Oh yeah. It's like, hard. No, no, no. The yeah. come down is long. Like, like if mm -hmm. I get, if we get off stage at, uh, let's see, we play nine to eleven or ten thirty. I'm not gonna fall asleep till probably two or three. Yeah. Yep, the same. same? Here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When I first started touring really hard, like couple like earlier this year i called Riker and i was like dude i don't know how to do this i can't sleep like i have to show and i gotta perform the next day he was like dude i know exactly what to do and, like he basically said like you gotta have like a nightly routine some kind yeah. of like tea you know like do something that trigger a cold shower like do something that you can do every single time to have some type of consistency that gets mm -hmm. you into like that wind down mode you know being That's off the smart. phone I, all that kind of stuff that really helped i i, I do it all and it it really paid off. It works. I'll just take melatonin. If I cannot so sleep, I'm, like, Fuck it. I'm just going to drug myself yeah, to yeah, that. <laughs> you got to sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I overdid melatonin in, um, in Europe this past summer because traveling and all these flights and whatnot. Plus, I was having a, a couple drinks because I was in Europe with my wife and we were having a good time. Um, so I And uh, alcohol kind of like holds off your melatonin production. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to take a little bit of melatonin to kind of counteract that. And I definitely overdid it because now that I'm back, I've stopped taking melatonin. And I, it, ta it takes me a little bit to fall asleep because I, I, I overdid yeah. it yeah so just just putting that out there if anyone at home is taking melatonin it definitely works but just you know kind of uh i would say i would suggest 
you know, a little bit here and there only when you really, really need it. Because otherwise, uh, I think your body is like, oh, I don't need to produce this anymore because he keeps giving it to me. <laughs> mm. I agree. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. What did you used to do for recovery in, in, in kickboxing in terms of like, and then if you. Oh, if yeah, 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 yeah. Taking now, care of yourself. Like recovery wise. You like doing ice baths? Honestly, nothing. <laughs> you just, <laughs> really? you're just no ice baths the... with all the kids. See, in Russia, she's right. They're built different in Russia. Uh, they do, yeah. But no, actually, we do like once a week. It's a ritual. We do sauna. Like, yeah. and mo like my father, he built a sauna in our house. So like, oh, cool. it's a ritual every Sunday night. That's what we do. And during the winter, after the sauna, you run outside and you rub yourself in snow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or if it's like a big therapy. pile. That's concept, the Russian ice yeah. bath. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you go but out in the snow and you fight it's the wolves. That's what, that's, <laughs> exactly. that's the Russian level ice map. Bears, yeah, yeah that's the bears. Exactly you wrestle do. the bears, yeah. Bears, yeah. So that's um, but during the summer you do like the cold hot shower, but um, nothing like we did. But in Russia we also had like a very good like it's like if you're an athlete, even amateur, like you have to go through the medical exams twice a year. Mm -hmm. And if they find something like, let's say like you, something with your spine or like your heart is like beating a little bit off. They like prescribe you medicines, they give you free treatments. So in terms of that, and it's free. So the Russian government take care of all the people who do sports. Oh, so, that's nice. I mean, when I was young, I hated it because twice a year you have to go to the medical exams. Right. It's like mm. two full days. You go to the hospital. They do all the checks on you. Whoa, two full it's days? Super it's super annoying. Like the blood works and heart and scans. It's like, it's wow. like a full, yeah, it's annoying. But then you get a free treatment. Like if your back hurts, they're going to send you for free massage for two weeks, you know? Dang. So, oh man, yeah. that's this sounds awesome to me because we I, I, I have to pay for everything that I need out here, <laughs> yeah. and you're just yeah. getting it twice a year. That is honestly super cool. I'm sure as a kid you were like, why do I gotta go again? Oh yeah, but exactly. Very cool. Yeah, as yeah. a grown up now, I look back, I'm like, wow, like that's smart, yeah. you know. And it's actually yeah. doctors are very good, and it's like that's just the way it's supposed to be, you yeah. know. Yeah. It's, and you come to the U.S. Yeah, so you're like. How much for a physical? <laughs> mm, yep. Yeah, and what exactly. do you do? Nothing. You just look at yeah. me. Yeah, ask you're just questions. kind of like, yeah. yeah, they're like tap my neck and like, you know, okay, breathe into this thing, <laughs> cough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Bang your knee with a fucking hammer. <laughs> you're the hammer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so silly. That's cool. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. They take care of their athletes yeah, out there. They do, and they encourage it. Like, and also, when in school, I remember since like in the first grade, there's always like coaches coming into school, like from different teams. Like, it could be football coach, gymnastic coach, and they recruit kids. They walk into the classrooms, they let everybody stand up, and it's like, oh, your body type is good for gymnastic. You are good for swimming, and they recruit wow. you. And it's like free. Like, you go for those classes for free. Mm. Uh, and it's like it's like every year they would go and recruit kids and be like, hey, I think you're going to be good for it. Can you talk to your parents? Can I talk to your parents? And like, that's that's normal, you know. Oh, interesting. So they're looking at everybody and they're like, you know, sizing people up and thinking mm -hmm. like kind of placing bets and being like, I think this person would be really, really good at this. So they, they get them, yeah. you know, training in that super early, like pr maybe even before the kid, you know, uh, took yeah. interest to it. Mm-hmm, oh, exactly, and sometimes they're like, uh, yeah, like everybody try, all they say, like, they would come in, like, hey, we have, like, a wrestling class, everybody welcome to come and try it, and then they would pick some kids that they see talents, mm. uh, they can even say, hey, like, even if you, you still come, come in, but, like, they would pick their, like, so who they see potential in, you know? So did that happen with you? Did, was somebody like, hey, you, I think you'd be good at kickboxing? Kickboxing, no, it, my father brought me, but I was always trying to recruit to, to do volleyball, but I didn't like it, so I didn't uh, play volleyball. You would have been good at volleyball. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You said you're six feet tall, right? Yeah. Yeah, you would have crushed. Like, tried. Yeah, they tried me to recruit me many times. So And swimming. I used to go like to the just to the pool just to swim like a few times a week because uh -huh. I liked it. And the coach was there, like, and he, every time he was like, can you come join my class? Could you just sign up, just sign <laughs> up, just awesome. sign up, you know? I'm like, no, I don't want to be a professional swimmer. I just want to, because in Russia, like, kids are independent. Like, we were on the buses on our own, like, everywhere since we were, like, seven. Wow. That's so, awesome. So, like, yeah. And I was like, no, no, I just, I'm doing gymnastics. Uh, I was, like, eight at the, back then, you know? But, yeah, they're always, like, on the lookout for some, for a new talent. Nice. Basically. So, are you living in California right now? 
Uh, yeah, I'm in LA now. Okay, so there is a uh, there's a Russian spa. I think it's Russian. It's called Voda Spa. Have you been here? No. So they have. Bobby, we need to go. What is it? You guys should go. It's in West Hollywood, <laughs> and I, I I just for uh, forgive me ahead of time if uh, if it's <laughs> not Russian forgiven. and it's something else. But I feel like it's Russian because <laughs> there's a dish. At, oh, so uh, long story short, I went to I was on Dancing with the Stars. And a bunch of the pros on the show are from Russia. Um, mm-hmm. And so we would go to Voda Spa and we would do the sauna and the cold plunge and, you know, get massages. And that's just where they go to take care of their bodies because they're dancers. They got to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a, an item on the menu that's like a classic Russian dish. And if you listed some names, I probably could figure it out. Yes. But it was uh, the, the Russian I was having lunch with. He was like, this is the closest thing I've had to, like, really good and authentic in uh, no West Hollywood. That that was his word. So you guys should go check wow. this out. Nice. Okay, what kind we of... have to bob in. Dude, let, it was like, it's go, like a soup or something. Tonight. It start, starts with a yeah. B. Bol, bol? Borsh. 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 Yes, that's it. It's, it's, it's a soup. It's a soup with beets and meat. And in order to cook it right, I made it once when I was here in L.A., it takes like five hours of cooking it. Yeah, so I think that's like their how special, like they cook it every day. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, that sounds you good. know what else? They have this borscht in Comedy Cellar in New York. I was there last week and I was blown. I look at the menu and I see borscht. I'm like, is it the borscht? I'm thinking the borscht. So I ordered it. It's like, well, it's the most amazing borscht. I'm like, Comedy Cellar in New York? Why do they have it here? But it's no like, no way, amazing. really? Wow. Yeah. I love look that. that. I always get the apple pie. It's so good. There. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, I tried it. But oh we need to go gosh. to West Hollywood location. Yeah. What's the name of it? And you Voda. V O D A. Really, ah, really Vada. nice. Like, Vada means what? it means water in Russian. Oh, okay. Oh, there it is go. Russian. <laughs> yeah, so I think I'm on the right Rekers track. Not here. Getting so, canceled. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys should. What you should do is next time you're doing a show up in uh, Hollywood, is you should go before yeah. your show, do a little yeah. sauna, get a massage, totally. have some dinner, and then go to the show. It'd be a perfect little pregame ritual. Let's do yep. it. I'm so down. Let's do it. Yeah. I love, now, so, I so love speaking of all these comedy stores and comedy venues, what uh, what has been your favorite venue you guys have performed at? Hmm. Oh, Bobby, it's hard, right? I don't it's know. a really hard one. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of good ones. Did you go up at the cellar? No, I can't. I don't know how do you get, like, you have That's to be referred thing. by, like, three yeah, comics. That one's, that one's, like, a really tough one to get up on. Um, yeah. It's called the Comedy Cellar. That's what it is. Yeah, it's in New yeah, York. It's, it's in New York. That's Did New you York. go to the okay. Village un- Underground? Uh, I went there. Yeah, yeah, that club is cool. That is the club. So that one I've never performed. There's this one called the Village Underground uh, Riker. It's in New York. The okay. Comedy Cellar is like the comedy store of of uh, New yeah. York City. It's probably the most iconic comedy club other than the Comedy Store. And they have Got a it. club that you have to walk down the street and they, they opened up two other clubs and they have this one called the Village Underground and it's in the basement. And the best the best comedy clubs have low ceilings because for some reason the audio, it's like, yeah. it, it just sounds like you're, it, it's like the basement sounding like just, it's so, like the colors are vibrant. You know what I mean? You could hear everything. Okay. The wall, like the sound doesn't yeah. go away. The last bounce around and just knock you over, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that <laughs> awesome. room... That room does it. I haven't actually performed there yet, but one that's similar to there, which yeah. would be my answer, would be the Punchline in San Francisco. It's Dave Chappelle's oh, favorite line. club. And, okay. Um, and I went there with Ian Bag, and Chappelle actually did a show after us, and he let us stay and, and nice. watch and hang out in the green room and stuff. It was really cool last wow. time I was there. Oh, and sick. That, and it's got a really cool background. It's got like this like mural of San Francisco, like beautifully yeah. painted. So it looks super cool behind you. And the sound is just amazing. So that one I think is, is one of my favorite ones I've performed. I don't know about you. Well, I bombed there. I bombed at the concert. I love it because it's like, it's historical. It's full of history. It's the most beautiful club probably. Yeah. But it was very liberal audience. And I did all my mm. trans jokes, all my gay jokes, <laughs> and I, I didn't read the room at all. And I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go, whatever. I'm already bombing. I'm just yeah. gonna continue. <laughs> <laughs> that is, it is a more, it is a more left-leading crowd for sure. Uh, yeah. That's a, Which, that's funny. I have a, I want to hear your your favorite spot, but mm-hmm. I have a question on related to bombing. So mm-hmm. remind me. Yeah. Uh, my favorite. Well, it's hard to like. It's the last one I did. It was in New York at the stand. 
and I just love the management there. It's club, like yeah. you feel welcomed, you feel like treated as a star, like everybody's like just want you to have a good time. And it's mm -hmm. like very like family atmosphere. Nice. So I feel like like I just love everybody there, like owners, managers, everybody who works there, like it's it's like a family. Overall you know? and good for me vibe, it's important. Yeah. 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 It's Stand a good vibe. is amazing. Okay, yeah. so now in relation to bombing, when you when that's happening, are you guys like is it is there always a point where you're like you know I I know it's happening so I'm just gonna go like I'm gonna just let it all let it rip or is there a point where are you do you ever like try to like steer back on track? I I, I mean t talking about me I always try to do something to save myself but uh -huh. at some point if nothing works you just like fuck it yeah, you yeah, know like, that's I'm my question like are you uh, is it how quick do you get to the fuck it point? It depends how long as you set it. In cops, I did yeah. 30 minutes, and that was no. painful. <laughs> to put the bomb for no. <laughs> oh. That was. <laughs> okay, okay. That That's was a long painful. Time. That's a long it's time. a long time to bomb. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do like 10, 15 minutes, I would say like. You'll try. You try as long as you can. You know, yeah. like you try all your safe jokes, like everything, like because we all have like jokes we know work for every audience. So you try all of those. If they don't work, it depends how much material you have. Then you just like fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's when I'll start just like eating people's food off their tables or something. Just to do. I'm gonna wet my whistle really fast. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's when I'll, I'll buy someone a drink. drink. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, or I'll get, or I'll, I'll try to get the audience to turn on itself. You know, get right, them to turn yeah. on each other. But yeah, no, there, there's a point when you're in your head, like it's so, like, I don't know how to describe it, but like when you know, like you just did your like a joke, like your your like biggest banger, and it doesn't yeah. hit. You're just like in your mind, you're like, okay, well, let's see if I can get anything out of this. <laughs> like you know, when you start talking to yourself when you're doing stand up, yeah. it it's a, like it's bad news from there. That's bad news yeah. bears right there. Yeah, it's bad news when you're like when you're like fuck, what can I say? You're like that's when you know it's going bad. Yeah, when you start hearing your thoughts inside versus like paying attention to the crowd mm -hmm. and delivering. Yeah, yep. that uh, they, I, and I, it's that weird. They can sense it. Like the uh, you can tell. Yeah. Like they, they're like, oh, he's like, he knows he's fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it on everybody's faces. They're like, they, yeah. they're like, we they, know what you're doing. We know what yeah. you're up to. <laughs> Into like almost rolling their eyes. So, like when yeah. when he's when, when yeah. he's even, when uh -huh. he's <laughs> yep. It's painful for them to watch. You know, yeah. like oh, yeah. it's painful. Luckily, I've been to a handful of comedy shows. I've never seen it, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't happen too also, much like, like on the higher levels. No. no. It doesn't, yeah. But also it's good that sometimes I notice even if I do one joke it doesn't work, I'm like, okay, that didn't work. And sometimes like just admitting it out loud helps to lose up the audience. Oh, like yeah. I notice few times I or I just say like I'm bombing, like wow. <laughs> you know, and it's yep. and it's sometimes you it loses them up, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Just saying it out loud, yeah. Yeah. So that's, Anya, yeah. with all of these talents and skills that you have, what is your favorite, or do you have one that's uh, the most fulfilling? So you do acting, you do comedy, you know what? Oh, and, and you, you mentioned producing too, right? Yeah, that's well, a good mm -hmm. question. I honestly, I haven't since I was a strike. I haven't acted, and I do miss it a lot. Oh yeah, but it's just you, different you, feelings. You and me both. It was a long strike. <sighs> I call, yeah, I got an audition today, which is I'm super excited. Oh, I'm that's like, it. Oh my so gosh. exciting. Congrats. I, it's yeah, just an audition, you. but you're, you're going to crush it. That's so exciting. Yeah, thank you. But like, even getting an audition, it feels like, oh my gosh, it's something. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. something I can play with. Yeah, There's the lines. Sure. I need to memorize them. Like, it's, it's cool, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but it's a good question because I enjoy them differently. Like, stand up, it's a high. Like, you know, mm -hmm. like when you feel this high. Then producing, it's like kind of what you describe with making a short film, right? You just sit down, like it's hard when you do it, but once you've done it, yeah. you just sit down and enjoy your work and it's very rewarding as well. Totally. Um, and acting, it's like you get to be playful and getting being paid for it, you know? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like I can be a kid again, I can create characters and uh, it just, I feel like those three, I cannot pick one. Like if I can continue doing producing, stand up and acting, those three, I'm happy. Love you it. Know? Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. And I know you're working on another are you allowed to talk about the project you've been working even busting yeah, a your ass bit, on? Yeah. yeah, like uh tell Riker a little bit more and just everybody a little bit more about what you have going on because she's working on something really freaking cool right now. 
Yeah, I'm doing a documentary, which is my first documentary. I don't even know how I got in. It's just like <laughs> okay. something just happens. The project came to me. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of traveling. But I feel like I'm a mom managing 10 kids. <laughs> I don't have children on my own. <laughs> and it's like we shoot in different locations. It's about Miss Universe Ukraine, uh, a very talented girl. She won Miss Ukraine. And now okay. on Friday, actually, she's uh, going to be competing for the Miss Universe title. So nice. Oh, it's basically a documentary. Yeah, it's about Ukraine, Ukrainian refugees, the war, and her story. Mm -hmm. So it's super fun, a lot of traveling, but producing a dog, it's cool because you never know where the story. You think you know the story, but you don't right, because yeah. it changes as it goes. Yeah, as as, as, it, as it's unfolding right in front of your eyes. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm like, I never thought about producing, I always wanted to produce feature films, but I never thought about producing documentaries and uh -huh. reality shows. But now yeah. I see magic in it. I'm like, oh, you just, you let the life happen and you just document it. It's kind of cool, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, cool. I've been really into uh, sport documentaries lately. Like, uh, did you guys watch Beckham on Netflix? I started. I haven't, I haven't yet. finished yet, but I started. Oh, man. I always knew he was a, a really, really good athlete. But I had no idea he was this good and an amazing human on top of it. Like, what he went through with the country after the World Cup, like, the way they treated him, crazy. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. I haven't got to that point. Yeah, you'll get I there. Check I'm, that I'm, out. I just, just, yeah. sorry, I was a little, I should have said spoiler alert, but. Um, oh, hey. It's like no knowledge, so. That's true. It is known in the universe <laughs> and online yeah. that that w yeah, of what happened exactly. in the World Cup. But yeah. point being, I can see how you would be attracted to the the producing the the documentaries. I've been watching them a lot, so I, I I understand what you're you're doing and what you're getting excited about, and I think that's really awesome. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it is. And exciting. a cool story too with the Miss U yeah. uh, Miss Universe with the Ukraine. That's got to be a really cool perspective. Yeah, big time. It is cool. Yeah. It's interesting and also like we got to talk to so many interesting people, you know, like through the making a talk. And I was like surprised how open people are like being interviewed and sharing their stories. Mm -hmm. And it's like people just want to be seen and heard. So that was, you know, something unique. So, yeah, for sure. I'm very grateful for that. And it's hopefully more documentaries, more realities and more feature everything. Just I love producing, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Just more in entertainment. Team. Yeah, you just work with people you like to work with. You hire people you like, and it's fun, you know? Yeah, I totally Absolutely. agree. I, I, That's how I do all my features. Or I haven't done a feature yet, but all my projects, I'll say music videos, short films, yeah. I just hire people that I like being around and people that I think are mega talented, but they haven't maybe had their... Uh, their time in the limelight just yet but it's coming and it's very well deserved and these, these are amazing people and i i just i love uh i love bringing good people together to work on something and just having a really really fun time all just being a part of it you know that's very yeah that's you said it very well what's your like project now are you working on something uh i have written a feature um, which Bobby wow. actually came to the table read for, which was very, very fun. Um, very so good. I haven't made a feature yet, but I have, I have it written and ready to go, just trying to get the right team in place. Mm -hmm. um, I've had actors really, really like the script, and like A-list actors like the script and yeah. interested, but nobody, everyone's afraid. This was also before the strike, and I think it was kind of looming yeah. in everybody's head. Mm -hmm. Everyone's like kind of nervous to, uh, and hesitant to like really commit uh, to be like, yes, I'm in, you know, and we'll just work out the schedule. Like I'm waiting, for, I'm, wa I'm waiting for someone to, or I'm looking for someone to mm -hmm. read it and be like, yeah, whenever it happens, like we'll make it work instead of being like, well, I don't know what I'm, I'm doing in this year and next year, you know, all that stuff. So yeah, in life in general, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where I am in life. Yeah, they're all just hesitant about <laughs> it. So I, mm -hmm. it, it'll happen. I'm patient. Mm -hmm. Nature never hurries, yeah. but everything is accomplished. That's one of my favorite sayings. True. So that's a really good um, saying. It is, yeah. yeah, I love that one. It's it's a uh, it's good because you know nature's beautiful and it's huge and there's so much and but it's never in any rush. It's just taking its time. So it's a good, good uh, metaphor for for especially in the entertainment industry. Like things can take forever and then they can just launch and it's all here overnight. You know, so uh, the patience is key, in my opinion. Yeah, Very yeah, true. absolutely.
What else are you working on that you're super excited about that we can um, follow along and, and support? Uh, I'm also, yeah, thank you. That's, I'm working on another documentary with my friend and uh, she's a professor of criminology at uh, CSUN University. I didn't fuck it up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was really trying to remember. Yeah. What is that, uh, Nevada? Working on the documentary. No, no, it's, it's here in Northridge, oh, California. Oh, CSUN, CSUN, you got it. Oh, CSUN, yeah. nice. Yeah, you said it right, CSUN, yeah. So yeah, we're doing a documentary about Palestinian people, just not about the war, not about the, like Hamas or anything like that, it's just about showing stories of um, Palestinian people everywhere around the world and show, like, basically human and humanizing them. Oh, right, right? on. Because um, we just started last week, but it's been going super fast and so many but I can see some people pushing back. They're afraid. They're afraid right, of speaking right. up. So, but we, it's, we're not making it political. We're just making about them as people and their stories and their relatives and how how is it to live abroad and how mm -hmm. is it was for them growing up there. So that's also exciting, you know. Very cool. So two docs. That's got to be uh, taking up a lot of time. When are you when are you finding time to do, do your comedy shows? That's crazy. That's a lot going on. <laughs> Well, with dogs, with um, Ukrainian project, I got lucky because we travel a lot, and when I travel, I just book shows in those cities. Oh, yeah, that so makes like, sense. Uh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah, so during the day, I would work as a producer at night. I would invite the entire crew, like, oh, let's come to my comedy show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so <cool>. They drink, <laughs> they eat, they relax, yeah, they laugh, that's and so it, true. it works out. It's tough to go on vacation because yeah. I'll go to a city and I'll be like, <laughs> Where's the comedy club? Like maybe I can pop in for a little guest spot or something. Yeah. <laughs> it turns into like, I'm like, oh, you, there's no club. And you like walk with the guy next to you. You know, you did like five shows. You're like, oh wow. That's funny. Yeah. I bet you yeah. you could get yeah. in like every once in a while. There's like cruises or uh, all inclusive resorts that'll have like stand up shows. I bet you you yeah. if you ask, I bet you they totally let you in. Totally. Well, yeah. you have to be very clean for those for cruise shows. Oh, that's out. true. Cool. I didn't think cruise about ships that. are very clean. Yeah. Clean's so gotta be, be that sounds difficult. Is it harder to be, it sounds like really hard to be uh, yeah. a I have a lot of comic. respect. There's not a lot of good, mm -hmm. clean comics, in my opinion. Like Jerry like Seinfeld is probably the only one I can think of. And Billy Yeah, Hill. those I'll, are the two. There's a, Nate Bargatze, I don't know if you've, if, if you've ever heard of him, you know him, right, mm -hmm. Anya? No, I don't know. Oh, he, he's, he's pretty big. He's got like, go watch one of his specials on Netflix, Nate Bargatze. Okay. He's a oh, clean no, comic. He's in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. He's he's really good. Like, cause Seinfeld also, he's you know, he's kind of like a more of like a he's funny, but it's more of like a you know, it's like, but like he's the so I think it's easier to be cleaner in that regard. But like Nabar okay. Gats, he's like doing stories and like it's like very much like the new type of standup, but it's all clean too. And I I, I really enjoy. It. But other than him, I'm like right on. I don't know. It's hard it's to do because it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah, it just seems so so hard because there's so much like, there's so much fun and like looseness that come from dirty stuff because it's like, you know, yeah. nobody, everyone's like going oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I feel like that's part. Like if I get people to go ooh, like I figure I take that just as like good as a laugh. Like I kind of like to do like it's it's nice to yeah. just get like, yeah right. That's yeah. what people are coming to do. Right? <laughs> yeah, they want they want to feel something different. You know, they want to hear different things. That's so crazy. Right. When are you guys yeah, coming to Colorado? Seriously, we got to get some shows. I got to come should. see both shows. I know. Oh, but we should do it. Actually, I have somebody shouting me about gigs in Colorado around Denver. We should do it. Yeah. We should okay. go to Denver. That'll be fun. Yeah, let, let's let's do a. Yeah. Bobby What's it Andy called, show? Bobby? Comp is it called Comedy Works? Comedy works, Comedy yeah. Works. I'm going there in, yeah. in January with Ian. Um, yes. But yeah, that's honestly I haven't done that room. But when you ask most comedians, like when you ask them like what their favorite is, most of them say that club. Oh, for real? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's like cool. almost it, like every every pro two. comedian. It's always in their top three. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's two. There's yeah. one in um, like Greenwood Village, and then there's one in downtown. Um, so I've only been yeah, to the Greenwood the Village one, one, but it's nice. So yeah, are they? I are, the yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Are they, the are they referring yeah. to the down one? Okay. Yeah. They might be. They might be. Whichever one's. I think it's. They call it the bigger room. So whichever one is bigger. Uh, sure. Greenwood Village is pretty big. It's what, it's it almost like auditorium. It's almost like an auditorium seating. Like it's kind of mm. leveled. Mm. Um. It's, I think it's that actually is small. the other one. I think that I think the downtown one is the one that everyone really likes that would make sense because it's like downtown i don't know it's like more yeah. in the city yeah. greenwood village is yeah, like but you ask, almost yeah. suburbs 
Um, yeah. But it's a nice, yeah, yeah, really exactly. nice area. There's a great no, restaurant. They, they like the other club too. But I think yeah. I think the downtown one is the one that everybody like. I've asked so many pro comedians, and it's it's, it's if not mm-hmm. their favorite, it's like they always mention it. Okay, yeah, Anya, yeah, when you're coming out to to Denver, please reach out and uh, definitely want to come you. support when uh, whenever I can. It would be awesome. Thank you, thank you, Riker. Yeah, and about your projects, once something comes out, let us know. Thank you, thank you. Will do for sure. Yeah, uh, I'm. I Absolutely. I might. Are you? Uh, how how? What's your experience on stunts? Because I definitely might. I might need some kickboxing stunts. <laughs> oh, I can do that. Okay, kickboxing is yeah. easy. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like you stunts need. Oh, Riker writes a lot of like kind of like badass characters so i mean uh, uh, yeah badass i'll be honored yeah yeah Yeah, i i I love i love a a really super badass like do you see the movie um the prestige no not the prestige well that's a great movie too but no the prodigy do you see that movie no the whole the whole lead character she's just a mega badass assassin and it's such a good movie that's I so love this. Cool. That's why I started doing kickboxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you gotta watch this. Samuel L. Jackson's in it. You got. You right. would love this movie. It's so great. I can't remember the 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 lady's name. Oh, now I gotta look it up. It will come to you. Yeah. Um, no, you have to. Uh, <laughs> like, we have to. We gotta give her a shout out. She's yeah. gonna be listening. Yeah, we gotta give her a shout out because she's incredible. Um, Maggie Q. Maggie Q. Okay. Maggie Q, she is so good. And she's also in one of my favorite Mission Impossibles, I believe. Oh, I love Mission Impossible. Yes. Those are great. Yeah, Mission Impossible oh, yeah, 3. Yep, she's in Mission Impossible 3, one yeah. of the best Mission Impossibles. Very, very good. And, yeah, she's uh, she's in The the Protégé, and she's a mega badass. You will love this movie. Nice. Yeah, I just followed her. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just yeah big fan. She, she's fantastic. Um, so... Yeah, highly recommend. All right, couple before we let you go. First of all, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us. But a couple, yeah, couple quick you. fire questions. Bobby, feel free to to throw uh, throw any questions uh, you come up with as well. But just just think uh, rapid fire, quick answers, not nothing too okay. serious. Um, I want to know favorite beverage morning, favorite beverage evening, and favorite beverage night. Go. Coffee, mint tea, mint tea. Mint tea. <laughs> boring. <laughs> yeah. hey, no. Hashtag boring. No, 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 not boring at all. We support the healthy lifestyle here at Glass Half Full, hundred percent. Love it. Um, top four favorite movies. Ooh, top four favorite movies. Or the first four that come to mind. Um, Devil's Advocate. Um, love TV series Lost. Love. Um, a little big lies. Is it the right name? With a. Uh, I think Nicole so. Kidman? Yeah. Um, loves uh, Leo's last movie. Where's uh, what's the name of it? Where Killer is, of uh, the Flower Moon. Kill, kill yes. Killer of the Flower Moon. Loved it. Nice. Is it Killers? Killers, Killers of, of the Flower, the Flower Moon. Yeah. Moon. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, um, when I first said it, maybe I just didn't enunciate. But if coming out, I was like, that, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> no, no, no. Killers. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, yeah, I think those. Yeah, those. That's it. Favorite podcast. Favorite dog. I'm just oh, kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> I love this one. I love this one. That was so much fun. <laughs> Favorite dog breed. <laughs> oh. German Shepherd. Nice. Nice. What's a what's a what's a popular dog in Russia? Ooh, well, I always had a dog. Well, no, it was when I grew up. Kafkas, uh, Caucasian, something. It's like almost German Shepherd, but with long fur. Caucasian. You got yeah. me running around the front yard. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know how to say it. Hold on. I have, you said quick, but now I have to translate the right name of the breed. I need to give a shout out to you the You got to shout out the dog breed. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah, I saw the other day? Our, I our saw dog a, lovers are going to be on it. I saw, a Newf- I saw a Newfoundland dog, a Newfoundland dog. Have you ever seen those dogs? No, but I've been oh, to Newfoundland. Caucasian Shepherd. Yeah. Oh wow! Caucasian Shepherd—that's what they called me in college. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good nice. one. Nice, that was Love good. Oh, I love it. <laughs> well, awesome. Anya, you are so awesome. It was lovely meeting you. Thank you so much for for coming on the podcast and and sharing your cool stories. I seriously, the fact that you you took a chance and you went for it, um, I'm so impressed. And wishing you nothing but the best absolutely nothing but the best i think um i'm excited to see what you do next 
Thank you. Thank you, guys. It was an honor being on your podcast. You both are truly amazing human beings. Wishing you good luck in everything you do. Because sometimes all you need is a little bit of good luck. Because you already work a lot. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All you need awesome. is a little bit of good luck. That's right. Yes, yes. I will see right you at the spa. At yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. You, spot, yeah. you guys are going to love it. You're going to love We're going. the spa. We're going. Send me a, send me a selfie from the, from the cold selfie. plunge or the sauna. For the sure. The saunas are intense. They are hot. Okay. Really, really, really powerful. It. Good stuff. Um, and if We're I'm in town, I will definitely join because I love Voda. Yes. Yeah, Anya will yeah. be holding Voda. me under the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we should mention that we do not have a deal with Voda. I'm just a big yeah, fan. Yeah, we want one. I wish I had. I wish I had a deal with Voda. You so if anybody from Voda <laughs> hears this, uh, you know, reach out on on Instagram because we we love it and we'll support it more. <laughs> we will. Yes. We will. Thank the guys. Viva, thank leaving you. the Viva Voda. That's what I said. <laughs> there you go. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, Anya. It was. Uh, it was so lovely. Lovely talking to you. And um, we'll hope hopefully catch a show soon. And um, everybody at home, thank you very very much for listening. This has been Glass Half Full. Yes. With Riker and Bobby. We'll see you next time.